0: they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The FCB Radio Network. Where real talk lives. I'll always being now. No. Nah.
1: Welcome to the Outlaws. This is the King Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E-Will is not in today. So sitting in for E-Will is Kamari Dean. Welcome back. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. Thanks for having
1: me. All right. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. We got a special guest on the show today day and i'm going to pass it to miss lavish for the proper introduction
3: yes 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 today we have the pleasure of having the man behind the movement a friend of mine lord days how you doing today
4: i'm doing good how you doing love
3: i'm doing pretty good so i want to just take it back a moment in your career and talk about um your music career so what what inspired you to begin your music career
4: um it was a song i heard by a guy named chem dog uh named compton uh back in the days it was i don't know if y'all remember that song but it came out back in the day like
1: yeah it was, i do yeah
4: yeah i thought it was, his daughter was real um it was raw yeah and it was that and then it was another guy he had a, a, a guy by the name of snaggapus um, and I heard one of his songs, and I just thought it was really dope, so that's what kind of convinced me that I think I, I should be an artist, I should be an artist. And once I got started, um, I got introduced to a guy named Big L, and oh, wow. he taught me how to, write, how to write rhymes and everything
5: like
1: that. Wow, you talking about the, the Big L, the legendary Big L?
4: Yeah, yeah, rest in peace, Big L, yeah, that's my, that's my big bro. Oh, wow, and, that's
3: dope. And you're currently working on a movie about Big L's life, correct?
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing his biopic.
3: So tell us a little bit about that.
4: Well, um, basically, it's you know, we're we, we still in the early stages, but we're actually casting right now for the casting in Atlanta and in New York. So with the film, I think, honestly, not just because I'm behind the film and because I knew L, I think it's going to be one of the biggest hip-hop films that come out of New York. Um, it's like the only film where you have some of the biggest uh, giants in hip-hop in New York in it. So we got, of course, you got Big L in it. You got Big Pun in it. Nas, Biggie, Jay-Z, uh, Fat Joe. Uh, like all, the, all these guys that came out of New York during that time, you see it with a core with how they all really started. It's all really based around Big L's career. A lot of people don't know it, but he got a lot of them started.
1: Mm. Yeah, so for uh, for our, our younger audience who may not be familiar with the legend that is Big L, man, just tell people a little bit about who he was and his style and what he brought to the game. Um, Big L, see, my, my,
4: uh, my expression of him might be different from what people know because I know him personally, but Big L was a, um, one of the, they used to call him the, uh, he was a, basically a rap a rap genius with it. Um, they said he sparked this thing called uh, horror hip-hop. They used to call himself the devil's son. And he was also the punchline king in the 90s. Um, so he battled everybody. He's the one that actually got Jay-Z started. Mm. Um, and if people looking up online, the Big L and Jay-Z freestyle. That was, he, gave, he gave Jay-Z his first appearance on the album and his first radio appearance. Through him, so he got say so he got a lot of guys started, but he he was also murdered on his own block in February 15, 1999. Yeah, at the age of 24. So he died just like just like Biggie did, just like Pac did early in his career. Um, right before he died, he was uh, signing to Jay Z's Rockefeller. Like right when they was when they was all getting started. So he died right before he can got, get to that point. But he came out with an album. The album was called Lifestyles of the dangerous, he came out with
3: it, and he was just getting back, getting getting his feet wet before he got checked out. Okay, dope. That's dope. I'm not, you know, too familiar with who he is because I'm a little younger, but uh. well,
1: I'm, a, I'm <laughs> a little I'm a little older, so I am familiar. That's why <laughs> I appreciate you giving that history lesson to the youngins, sir. <laughs> of course, of
3: course,
4: man. You know, you got you got to understand the past in order to move forward. So uh, absolutely, good
1: it's uh, a good insight to see what what the core of New York hip
3: hop. Absolutely. Absolutely. So going back a little bit, um what transitioned you from being a rap artist to now being the creator and person behind Skrilla Gorillas magazine? Um you
4: know what I was I seen a lot of my peers, uh, some of them blew up, some of them did it, and I was like this is me being the artist. Like I, we started. Uh, also, I used to do music with French Montana too. So he wound up turning into a superstar. Mm.
5: Um,
4: but I didn't see that happening for nobody else. Like where well, we came from, Southern South Bronx, it was like not happening. Like Double XL, they wasn't showing nobody love. You got to be in a certain caliber to get some of their love. And so um, I'm like, yeah, I gotta we gotta got find outlets to do certain stuff. So during the course of it, I, w- I was still in the streets too. So I was I was trapping in the streets. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I was a hustler, a street hustler. Um, and me and my whole team was. So that's where the name came up. And we all wound up we all to going to prison. Um, so like my whole whole team went to prison. I served I served five years out of it. And during the course of that time, I'm like I gotta create a new avenue of revenue from the same science I learned in the streets but do something legit and then you know, cross over. So by the time I got out you know, everybody, was French, French was already a star. Um, a lot of people was coming up, but a lot of people were still f***ing up. So I was saying, you know what? Let me let me create a lane for people that came up like me that got caught up and you know, give them the opportunity to do some stuff. So I did that and then I wound up linking up with Russell Simmons down in L.A. through a guy named Jay Swift. Mm. And um uh, he introduced me to Russell, and then Russell just told me I had a good thing going on. He told me I'm a millionaire, don't even know it. Wow! So with that, I just I just started running with it. And Then I partnered up with uh, uh, Stevie J, and they brought me to do uh, a season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And then from there, it's been a whole, it's been a rap.
1: So uh, speaking of that, that actually goes to my next question, man. Talk about that experience. Talk about your relationship with Stevie J and what it was like to be on uh, Love and Hip Hop. <laughs>
4: My relationship with Steve—that's my bro. Like, I be me him, argue all the time. We go do to our wait, go down. We call each other constantly. That's my, that's my bro, man. Um, I f fuck I'm heavy. Um, like being on Love and Hip Hop was kind of—it was weird because the the season I came in on season four. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all if y'all watched the show, but I came in on season four where it was a scenario where Mimi had a sex tape with the guy, yeah. Yeah, him and so Steve was like, we got we got to get rid of this guy. Cause he's making he's putting my baby mom in a bad situation, and he you know he's trying to face the bank. So I'm like, all right, bet. Well, I wrote the script, so I'm like, all right, bet. Well, who oh, he got that? You know, I'm a street dude, so I'm like, who oh, he got close to him that we can get? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> So we was contemplating, and one of the producers told us that you know his wife is on his coming on a season. So we're like, oh, his wife. I was like, let me see how his wife looks. So I seen her, and I'm like, "Y'all can get her for the magazine." She won't even know that we partners. So he's like, "Let's see if you can pull it off." So I wound up linking with her, had the meeting while, um, and we talked. And she was interested in the magazine. Mind you, she didn't know Stevie was my partner. She just thought I was another guy on the show. Mm. So we wound up putting it together, and then um, I told Stevie, "I got her. I got her where I want her." So he was like, "Yo, we do the photo shoot. Make her come out all clothes. Make her get naked. I'm gonna come in." <laughs> So I'm like, oh, right, y'all putting me in some bullshit. So <laughs> I wound up getting out of clothes during the photo shoot. And her guy walks in, the dude that did the sex thing with me. He walks in. I was expecting. I didn't expect him to come in. <laughs> so he walks in. So I'm like, oh, shit. You caught me off guard. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's like, like, going on with the photo shoot and all that stuff. So I'm like, all right, bet. Mind you, I'm in my, I'm, I'm counting. I'm looking at my watch counting because I know Stevie on his way. And. The episode that aired before that, they got into a fight. Mm. So I'm like, all right, bet. So while we're filming, I'm texting the homies like, yo, homie pulls up. You feel what I'm
5: saying?
4: <laughs> so Stevie, and this is, all, this is all on camera. Y'all can If y'all go to the website, y'all can actually see exactly what I'm talking about.
5: Mm-hmm. If
4: y'all haven't seen it already. But um, Stevie pulls up while I got her uh, the panties and bronze And it's just like, what happened? So as, I, so as I did that. I tried kind to of walk I just walked away and let them do what they was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my gosh. It's but man, that's...
4: I ain't gonna lie, being on that show it was it did a lot for my company because it was I didn't come in like, you know, caught up in somebody's love triangle and of that stuff. I came in promoting my business because that's what we did. And mm-hmm. um, you no, know, it it was cool. Only thing is after I was done with the season, I was getting cursed out a lot by regular people in the street, like, why y'all set her girl up like that? <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is TV, man. Like, don't get caught up in your feelings over shit. I got a check for it, you. Know right, I mean, right, right,
3: right, right.
2: <laughs> right.
4: And then, um, yeah, then I wound up leaving the show because I was supposed to come back for the next season but they wanted me to do, they, they, they kind of too nosy. They want to know who your kids is and your girls and all this other stuff so I just like, nah, it's the same for me, man. I, I ain't going to exploit my life out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, right. Um, you know, I, I'm still cool I'm still cool.
1: I, I, I probably pop up here and there, but I, I just couldn't be the show no more. I just wasn't, it just wasn't my way, you know? Right, right, yeah, right. Definitely. I feel it. So uh, let me ask you, man. So you are a native New Yorker, right? Yeah, I'm a native
4: New Yorker,
1: yeah. All right. So, man, one of the things that I used to listen to all the time, like growing up, um because I came of age in the 90s. I was a big New York hip hop fan. I was a I liked I was one of the rare people that didn't choose. I liked both the East Coast and the West Coast. So, talk a little bit about the state of hip hop in New York now. It doesn't seem like there's a ton of of New York rappers or that New York rap sound that I was used to. You don't hear you don't hear a lot of that anymore. So, talk a little bit about the the well, state of New York hip hop. All right, my insight on
4: New York hip hop is New York hip hop is, you know, it's it, it transitioning just like everything else, but I just think that the culture is more trying to be down now, New York, New York style of music is more trying to be down now instead of setting the trend, how it originally started, So you know what I'm saying, so now you got places like, Atlanta, Atlanta is the core of hip-hop right now it's considered the mecca of hip-hop and film right now, so you got a lot of these, um, you know, the country rappers coming out and they making these hit songs real catchy songs, so, you know Up north, there's more lyrical wordplay. You got to be like a word smith to really grab the ear. So now that kind of faded out somewhat, kind of faded out somewhat. So everybody want to make a song that's saying the same word a thousand times just so you hear it. So, I mean, I I think, I think the, the, uh, you know, the state of New York hip hop, it died, it died out, but it's coming back. So this this stage right now is like the walking hip hop zombies music,
3: you know i Great way to put
4: it. Right,
1: right, right, absolutely. And it's crazy, man, because obviously, uh, coming from here, we're, we're in Cleveland, so we're kind of North-ish. So we were always kind of influenced by a lot of stuff going on in New York. And now it's like, man, you don't really hear that distinct sound. And even here, it's like everybody... It's like everybody's all trying to sound the same and do the same style yeah. and do the same songs.
4: Yeah, there's no, no trend setting, but that. Everybody's trying to follow a trend without. So mm-hmm. no, there's no trend setting. The only, only kid I, I see that came out of New York recently that was on his own way was with a kid, 6'9. And he was saying a bunch of nothing.
6: Right. <laughs> <laughs> he
4: was right. yelling, but it sounded good yelling. It, whatever it was, it sounded good for him doing it. And he wasn't, yeah, he ain't, ain't, ain't making no trap music. Mm-hmm. He didn't make much rap music. It was just him yelling. Yelling, right. yelling at people. Yelling, you know, it was, it was a hot
5: song. Right.
3: Right. So, I, wa- I wanted to get back a little bit. I was reading um, your bio, and I know that people labeled you Mr. Most Wanted. So, how did you get that name, Mr. Most Wanted?
4: Um, well, the the origin of it, it came from, as I told you before, I, I had this from prison time.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So, um... It was, a, it was a situation where I was actually wanted. Um, I was wanted for a while. Oh, wow. For police. Um, <laughs> and, like, it was newspapers and everything for so something that I was accused of. Um, and I'm not going to get too deep, deep, deep into that, but I was accused of something. And they, the first thing I heard was 15 to life. So I'm like, man, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Um, um, my brother, God bless him, he recently He passed, he passed away three years ago. My brother... He um he was like, "Look, man, you got a daughter on the way. You can't go to jail." You know what I'm saying? So take my identity, and we can both we can both be me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And I went to uh, we went to the DMV and I, I act like I lost my ID and took a picture on his ID and I lived under him for like a good four years. Wow. Four years, and then I got cocky with it, <laughs> so I opened up a um a, store, a clothing store in New Jersey, and I seen you know. I've seen uh, my wanted posters and stuff all around just looking at this, looking at stuff. So I said, all right, let me, make a, let me make a joke out of this stuff. And I opened a clothing store called Most Wanted. <laughs> Most Wanted Apparel.
3: Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> um, for, it was called Most the Most Apparel. I had a target on it. Like, it was just crazy. But the store actually popped. Um, but I was, still, I was still in the streets, and I wanted to getting caught up anyway.
5: Mm.
4: And I got raided in my store uh, for narc- narcotic charges distribution and possession and stuff like that. And once I I did that, I I got everything else came up to my real name and everything came up. So, um, I was fighting three cases in three different states. I was fighting um, uh, a, was it a kidnapping? It was an attempt murder charge in Pennsylvania. I was fighting a gun charge in New York and I was fighting drug charges in in New Jersey. Wow. I was fighting for my life in three different states. So, um, Make a long story short, in my case in Pennsylvania, it was no evidence. I wound up getting trial. I wanted to get found not guilty on that, and my gun case in New York got ran concurrent with the prison time that I was already doing in New Jersey. So I kind of, I kind of I, I made it out good. Kind of made it out good.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the, the, <laughs> right,
4: right the, Mr., the uh, Mr. Most Wanted, and then um, you know, once I start, I came out. I was just moving.
1: And I was getting a lot of a lot
3: of stuff going on. But so it just everybody just ran with that Mr. Most Money thing. Probably. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely makes sense. Wow, that's that's crazy. All right. So uh before we
1: uh take a break here, Miss Lavish, you have one more uh question.
3: Yeah, so with you being in that situation and coming from that background of a lifestyle, what advice would you give to young men that's in that lifestyle now?
4: Um Everything is with science. Everything is with mathematics. Mm-hmm. You gotta look at the statistics. Anything that you're doing, look at the statistics and the survival rate in it. Whether in a business, in the streets, whatever, whatever it is, the chances are swim. Um, I just think you should find something else to get into. You know,
5: mm-hmm.
4: find something else to get into because um, my brother just got murdered after we got out the game. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. yeah. got murdered in cold blood.
1: Sorry for your loss, bro.
4: But, man, definitely. But he, got, he got murdered for something. Hey, I know nothing to do with him, but it's just, you know, stuff come back years later in different ways, you know, in different ways. So if you ain't, if you ain't ready for that lifestyle or what it come with, don't even get into it, man. There's a lot of good stuff you can do, to, um, you know, to survive and, you know, make a name for yourself. But right? it's the same thing, same Indians and Cowboys, man, they're they, they trying to send us up, especially men of our color. You know what I'm saying? They're, trying to, they're killing us. They're trying to take our life away and take our livelihood kill our name. Even the people that passed away, they're still trying to kill our name. So mm-hmm. you know, make, do whatever you're going to do, do it to the fullest. Try to survive and make yourself legendary.
1: Yes. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Before we let you go, man, let's uh, get back to the music real quick. I got to get your top five dead or alive. Top five dead or alive. Yeah.
4: Pac, Big L, Snoop Dogg. Um, um, I got two more. I got yep. two more. Pop, yeah. Pop. Big up. So, good. um. I like Nate Dogg, too, man. I like Nate Dogg. I mean, he's not a lyricist, but he's just a good. To I me, mean, he's hip hop. Yeah. 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 Um, and. And Nas, my back, Nas.
3: Yes. Yeah Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, well, tell everybody where they can get Skrilla Gorilla's Magazine at and how they can follow you. And if they're interested in maybe, you know, participating in the Big L movie, how they can get in touch with you.
5: All right, so
4: we're doing casting right now in HEL. So y'all can definitely go to the Big L. Um, It's www.thebiglmovie.com. Some of the information was listed up there where we're going to be doing the castings at, what we're looking for. Um, and so on and so forth with that. But if y'all want to get with the, any independent artists or business owners, that want to look and expand your brand. I uh, can definitely get with the whole Squilla Gorilla movement. The website for that is www.sgzmag.com. That's sgzmag, short for magazine, dot .com. You can definitely get into the loops with that. Like I said, we're doing a, um, start a magazine, we're doing television stuff, we're doing radio. We we are a good outlet right now for independent artists, man. And we also you're not just doing the work for the artists, we're also teaching artists and business owners how to take their stuff to the next level.
1: Nice. Nice. All right. All right. Thank you so much, man. One
4: more thing. One Go ahead, bro. I also follow follow my brand. I don't worry about I don't worry about my personal Instagram too much, but follow my brand. At uh Skrilla. That's S C R I L L A underscore gorillas. That's G-U-E-R-I-L-L-A- Um, Definitely follow us. And if you're on Instagram, you're looking for the movie, y'all want to see some pictures of who's playing who, you can follow uh, Big L Biopic on Instagram as well. So that's Big L Biopic on
1: Instagram. All right. I appreciate
4: y'all for having me. Hey, thank you so much, man, for spending some
1: time with us, man. We definitely appreciate it. All right. All right. Stay tuned. We have more to come on The Outlaws when we come back.
0: The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Tell Alexa
1: to play the Outlaws Radio Show.
6: Here it is from iHeartRadio. Stand Up For Kids is looking for volunteers interested in leadership positions in Cleveland to help Cleveland Stand Up For Kids grow and expand so we can reach out and help more youth. Stand Up For Kids is a 501c3 national nonprofit organization founded in 1990. Stand Up For Kids is almost totally ran by volunteers. Not only does that make us unique and strong, but we understand the importance of your time and will make you feel like a valued part of our community. We are very much in need of your time and talent. Our mission is to end the cycle of youth homelessness. Think of the young people in your own life. Nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, and grandkids. Now think of them alone on the streets. Would you want someone to help them survive and give them hope? For more information, email cleveland at standupforkids.org or check out standupforkids.org slash cleveland.
0: This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E. Will.
1: Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and Kamari Dean sitting in for E-Will today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the. Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. And once again, want to send a special shout out to Days, a.k.a. Mr. Most Wanted, and we see why he was Mr. Most Wanted.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: for coming on the show. It was a dope interview. Uh, definitely appreciate it. All right. And now is the time of the show that we like to call Juicy, where we take a uh, juicy relationship topic and debate it. Miss Lavish. Let's get it
3: so I was having a conversation with my friend um, last night CJ the Body. Uh, shout out to him he does a show called Body Over Brains mm. it's on YouTube. The one whose show you was on? Yeah I was on his show and yeah. it's such an amazing show. He does it, um, he has two shows. He has one on YouTube and he has a, He does a show at this bar and it's basically he gets people from the bar, he waits till they good and drunk and then he asks you a set of questions.
1: Don't y'all judge my no, co-host.
3: Yeah, and, yeah but he no, be sitting no, there okay. telling you you right when you be wrong. So I was like why you telling me i was right the whole time (laughs) but shout out to cj y'all gotta look it up brains over body b-o-d-i um but we were talking last night and he was just telling me like jessica maybe your type isn't your type that's why it never works out maybe you gotta step outside and i'm just like well look i just can't mess with somebody who is just not up to par to me like facial wise dressing wise like I just can't like I'm not about to sit here try to change nobody fashion none of that like I don't have time for that So, my thought, you know, my thought process, and I said this to him, I said, well, I would much rather get played by somebody who is fine than somebody (laughs) who is ugly. Like, that's just how I feel. I feel like if I really gave you a chance, like, I gave you a chance, like, it's low-key charity work at this point, and you play me, (laughs) I'm going to be very upset. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be upset. Now, maybe he won't play me. Maybe because he's ugly and I'm just so gorgeous, he's not going to do that. But you got to (laughs) be You know on your toes with men because they all cheat. They do not all I'm cheat. I'm just playing. Y'all. <laughs> I just playing. Y'all. They don't all cheat, all right. but 75%. <laughs> I'm
1: not even going to argue with that.
3: <laughs> okay, alright see, Somebody I left go 25. Go <laughs> I ain't say 50, I I'm,
1: left 25. I'm like, yeah, that's about fair. <laughs> so, I'm gonna let the women take this first, so Kamari.
2: What you think? Um, I think that's facts. Pretty much. <laughs> no, honestly. Um, I've you know did it. and now it was a slap in the face. It's it's not fun. <laughs> like damn. Oh, or, uh, excuse me. You can, you say, can
1: say, you say damn. Can say damn. Okay. It's the other words you've been bleeped for that you can't.
2: You can say damn. Like you want to play me for real? Like we? I, I just gave you a chance though. So right. You hurt me. Right. It really, I feel like that would hurt more than the
5: it ugly do. dude. Cause
2: you, I mean, more than
3: the cute dude. Does. Cause you expect a fine dude to cheat. You like, he fine. He he got all the 304s. <laughs> like, and that'd be the first thing. Like, if a dude fine, I'd be like, you got all the 304s, don't you? Cause
2: the ugly dude, you like, okay, I see we actually gonna work out. You just made this whole pixel and stuff. <laughs> got the wedding plan. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He ain't gonna do me like this.
1: <laughs> Here's the question, though, and I'm, I, I, this is for both of y'all. We'll start with you, Laverish. Okay, so you talk about all right. Well, it would hurt more if you got played by an ugly dude. <laughs> but what if a dude that you found to be attracted, attractive, played you with a mud duck?
3: Oh, happened. Oh. It's happened. It's definitely, it's definitely happened. It's I mean, it's I, that's really common. Like a dude, dudes don't care. You just said off air. Well, she had a fat. Yep, yep. <laughs> after i talked about her face so it's like you know what i mean dudes don't really care if she's ugly or not like as long as she could give him good top Oh, well, that rhyme <laughs> bars there you go there you go jessica about
1: to be the hottest rapper
3: yeah don't say that
1: yeah so so yeah. you feel the same way Yeah, they don't
2: care
3: they don't, they don't <laughs> care i and i feel like i feel like that is very hurtful too like with her
2: well that's who you chose (laughs) but it's it's usually like they don't have the connection like we have yeah but
3: but i don't care (laughs) like i don't care like i'm just i'm not a forgiving person i feel like i'm like a lot of people don't trust but i feel like i'm too trusting Mm -hmm. so once you screw me over i don't it's a wrap like it's no forgiveness coming for me like i'm a very harsh person so it's like yeah if you play me, like, I was listening to before he cheats on the way here. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm in that type of mood. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to mess up your car. Don't play me. Shook in your tank. Would you Please. rather die or your car be dead? Please stay out of jail. Yeah.
2: I mean.
5: <laughs> Both of y'all. No face, no case. <laughs>
2: I ain't on with you.
3: <laughs> I am. I ain't playing with nobody. That's
1: nah. Now I will say this. Now, first of all, like you, what you were just saying about. Now we will look at a chick's assets if first. She's not, if she's not cute, but I can't, <laughs> I can't date a mud duck. I'm sorry. Like yeah. you have to well, be what cute to me. if she's a really
2: good person though?
1: I can't do it. You got to be if cute. She to love
2: me. you. And she rocking with you?
1: You got to be cute to me.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like if there, you
1: got to be cute. I'm not saying you got to be.
2: <laughs> that's
3: I'll, what people say. I like, feel like you if gotta there's be no cute. sexual chemistry, I can't. If I yeah, if I yeah. could look at you and be like, Ooh, I don't want to do that," then
1: I can't be with you. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. But how if,
2: you could I? Have, if and I'm not ugly, saying you
1: have to be flawless. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, but you but, had
2: sex with them and you knew they were ugly. So it's some type of sexual chemistry. I've never had not sex with somebody
1: ugly. I haven't either.
2: Not at least not ugly to me. But right. that's what I'm saying. Yes. No. Correct. But that's what I'm saying. Like even dudes, you know, they cheat on you. You like how? Right, with a, she does. Muddu- yeah, but
1: those are there are some dudes that will hit anything
3: yeah I feel like it's more of those dudes than anything
1: (laughs) (laughs) that would just smash whatever they don't give a damn
3: I just want to find somebody who because you know everybody has flaws nobody's perfect I want to find somebody who I think their flaws is still perfect you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I want somebody who's perfect in my eyes
1: yeah Yeah. I feel what you're saying so it's not that they're not it's not that they're perfect but
3: and I found I thought I found that person but then I let him borrow forty dollars and he never gave it back (laughs) oh man (laughs) <laughs> so automatically I'm like, Oh, you are broke. Like like don't tell me when you gonna give it back and don't ever give it back. Like right. you still worried yeah. about that petty, petty forty dollars. I was petty
1: right. but when you needed it. Why, why does it always work like that? When they owe you it's yep. petty or your funky, funky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
5: gonna
1: give you your funky forty dollars. It not wasn't even funky. When you... Right.
5: <laughs>
1: Man." <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, that's I, I think it's very good. To me, personally, because I'm I'm a trust person, if you play me, period, yeah, I'm going to feel some type of way yeah. about it. You know what I mean? And, I mean, like I said, I, I'm not going to date a mud duck, so I would have a... Like, they're going to be pretty, at least to me. Like you yeah, said, they're yeah. going to be pretty to me. So, I don't know, man. To me, cheating is cheating. If you play me, you play me.
3: So, I just feel like I got a question. Yeah. So, like... How so? You know how they say couples go through their ups and downs. Yeah. So would you consider cheating to be a down that you would be willing to make up and
2: go to the ups with? No, it not for me. It depends. It depends on the situation. Like it does.
1: Not for me, man. I like because I'm 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 almost I'm kind of like you, Lavish, but it's almost like in a different way. So. It's hard to get me to trust you, but once I trust you, I fully trust you. Yeah. And so, if you betray me once, I once I've given you my trust, it's ball game. Mm.
2: But what it's if it's game. like you know how um, usually us ladies like we all emotionally cheat. Yeah. So, it's but not like, f- uh,
3: physically, yeah. like so. What if she was just emotionally cheating, texting another guy, another guy, and just talking to him, good conversation, but she didn't actually physically.
1: Good cheating. conversation in what, in what sense? Like in, like in a romantic sense or like a friend. Cause I don't care if you got male friends, but yeah, well, but like in a, in a, in a
3: romantic sense. In a romantic sense. Yeah. Cause they're cheating. That would be very, <laughs> right.
1: That would be very hard. I could see a possibility where I might be
2: able to, to yeah.
1: forgive that maybe, but it would be tough, but yeah.
2: physical cheating. Nah,
1: that's it. Ball game. Mm. That's a wrap. Uh, Real quick, y'all thoughts before we go to break. Let's go to Um, Don't cheat.
2: I don't know.
3: (laughs) Don't (laughs) cheat. I don't know. (laughs) Lavish. Don't cheat on me because I'm going to mess up your life.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer. But if
3: you want to be my husband and not my cousin, y'all can follow me at Jessica underscore (laughs) Lavish.
5: That's
1: right. (laughs) Stay tuned. We got Lifestyles of the Richard Lavish coming up next here on the Outlook.
0: The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network.
7: We asked the teens from East Cleveland Neighborhood Center, what does ECNC mean to you?
1: To me, East Cleveland Neighborhood Center is a chance and opportunity to learn and grow and find what you want to do with your life.
2: I think you will come and develop new skills and interact with each other as a community. I think ECNC is leadership and a place where you could go and people could come together as a community and work together what
6: i believe ecnc means to me is kind of a place where we can go to kind of help the community it has a lot of different programs and different opportunities to impact the community and look and see what you can do a
1: couple things i learned from this is
6: drug prevention, podcasting. I enjoyed it a lot. I got the exposure to different things as far as production and
2: filmmaking. Another thing is meeting new people.
6: The influence on me to work harder in podcasting. This program has done a lot for me. It has a positive impact on my life.
7: East Cleveland Neighborhood Center. Empowering youth. Inspire the community for a safe and healthy future. For more information, visit ecneighborhoodcenter.org or call 216 932 3626. Tell Alexa to
1: play the Outlaws Radio Show.
5: Here it is from iHeartRadio.
0: This is the Outlaws Radio Show with a kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E Will.
1: Welcome back to The Outlaws. This is The Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and Kamari Dean sitting in for E Will. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. Miss Lavish, tell them how they can follow you. Jessica underscore
2: Lavish.
1: On Instagram. And Kamari.
2: Kamari underscore Denise underscore on Insta.
1: That's a lot of underscores, it underscore. And you, can, <laughs> and you can follow me at D the Kingpin on all social media platforms. D-T-H-E-K-I-N-G-P-I-N. And now is the time of the show that we like to call the Lifestyles of the Rich and Lavish, where we take a visit to the celebrity world. Miss Lavish, let's go.
3: First, I would love to just send our prayers to the Sandy Hook survivors victims absolutely um the father father of the sandy Hook victim took his own life this past week and two of the survivors took their own lives so suicide is not okay guys there's somebody that will listen uh there's suicide hotline which i'll get that number for you before we go off air you can call somebody you can write to somebody you could if you feel like you about to take your life, you could DM me and I will make sure that I was just about life. to
1: say that you can you can holler at us as well. So
3: don't feel like that's the answer, because it's not it's not an answer for a moment that you're feeling down.
1: So the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. It is available 24 hours every day.
3: So, yes, let's just keep all of everybody involved in that. Uplifted in prayers. All right, moving forward. So, Wendy Williams, let's pray for her as well, man. That's my girl. She was reportedly found. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> she was reportedly found <laughs> drunk and rushed to the hospital. This oh, is, no. This is after coming out that her um, husband now has a baby. His, Dirty his dog. side miss, mistress just oh, had a baby. Oh, no.
1: No. So
3: um, just pray for her, you know what I mean? She just came out and has, says how she was living in a sober, house. a yeah. safe house. and So let's just really keep her uplifted. We People, she may talk trash about people and how people are, but that's her job. And right. she's still a human at the end of the day. So let's just keep her, you know, uplifted in prayers. That's my girl, so... Sorry, I don't want nothing bad to happen to her. Right. All right, so Aoki Lee Simmons gets accepted to Harvard at the age of sixteen. So that's Kamora Lee Simmons and Russell Simmons' daughter. And I think that is so dope. Like congratulations to her. Harvard at sixteen. Like she that's amazing. She's smart, smart. She yeah. she's big smart. Right. <laughs> um, Takashi Six former manager Shadi pleads guilty. Um, he appeared in court and was and reportedly admitted to using and possessing a firearm in furtherance of a crime of violence and discharging a firearm in fur- furtherance of a crime of violence. Wow. According to the Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office, the two charges stemmed from two incidents last year: on April third for assault in Manhattan and a shooting in Brooklyn on April twenty-first. So he. did plead guilty um it doesn't say how much time but hey that's what happens when you do things (laughs) Um, Monica has filed for divorce from former NBA player Shannon Brown I'm so sad like I feel like I wanted them to win like it's certain couples that I want to win and I love Monica like I love Monica and she's been through a lot so you know this is a hard time um who knows what happened? That doesn't say so. Yeah. Oh
1: wow! Yeah, yeah, it'll be safe. out soon.
3: Yeah, and it doesn't a, take long. No, ex playmate actually, she was claiming that Alex Rodriguez texted her to hook up a couple weeks before he proposed to J Lo. Oh, so woo!
2: Hopefully that's
5: false.
3: Yeah, she said he was. She was introduced to Alex through a friend, and he soon became. Began pestering her to meet in person and begging her to bring friends for a threesome. Uh oh. Yes. She added, if he is doing this right up until the point of he is proposing to her, it's just not fair. So, are you mad at? Yeah. Like, what are you, what's not <laughs> fair to Jenna <J-Lo laughs> or fair? to you? Yeah, because
1: yeah. right. it sounded like she was saying it's not fair to, to her. her.
3: Right, fair right. Her. Yeah. yeah. So, Tiffany Haddish to produce a stand up comedy series for Netflix. Uh, Netflix featuring up-and-coming comedians, which that's super that's dope. dope. Mm-hmm. So um, love I love her takeoff. Like, I feel like she has the biggest takeoff uh, last year. Everybody could say Cardi B, but eh, I feel like it's Tiffany Haddish. I'm
5: a big
1: fan of Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. I know uh, some people like her, some people don't. But I love people who are real, and she seems to be, like, real. She so don't give a F.
2: Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Reminds me of somebody.
1: Right. (laughs) Somebody on this show.
2: (laughs) Who, me? (laughs) Next. Um, Dr. Dre posted
3: something bragging about his daughter's acceptance into USC. He said, my daughter got accepted into USC all on her own, no jail time. He did take the post down because he received backlash for a $70 million donation that he did. Um, so Well, see, this
1: is what I was saying. I said this on uh, the Todd Allen Show. Make sure y'all check uh, your local listeners for the Todd Allen Show, by the way. You can mm-hmm. go to iHeartRadio as well. I'm like, why if when they did the illegal stuff, I'm like, why they just didn't name a Pay the name of building after them like everybody else does. Right, Right. like they all pay to get their kids in school too. They just do it legally. Exactly.
3: (laughs) That's that's the thing. (laughs) Some people donating and bribing are two different things. Donating is like here, but even though my daughter can get into the school, bragging is like, oh, my daughter can't get in, but here's some money so she can. So (laughs) I mean, his daughter got accepted and not bribed in. So, I mean, maybe. I mean, it could have been a bribe, but I'm sure he would have been the first one. He's black, so they would have been drug
5: already.
3: (laughs) Conor McGregor, he said, Hey guys, quick announcement. I've decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art today. I wish all my colleagues well going forward in competition. I now join my former partners on this venture already in retirement. Proper pina coladas on me, fellas. So, do you think he should box next? Or do you think he should just and he's a
1: he's a clown. He's a, yeah, he definitely is he's a, a he's a clown. Yeah. So he can do whatever. Yeah. Next.
3: Uh, prosecutors dropped charges against Jesse Smullett, But Chicago is going to sue him for the crime for the evidence. As um, they should. So the Empire actor appeared for an emergency court hearing in Chicago. Um, Tina Gladian and Patricia Brown Holmes received the good news and followed up with a statement right after. Today, all criminal charges against Jesse Smollett are dropped and his record has been wiped clean of the filing, fi- filing of this tragic complaint against him. Jesse was attacked by two people. He was unable to identify on January 29th. Um, he was a victim who... Uh, vilified. i don't know i said that and made to appear as a prep- perpetrator as a result of false and inappropriate oh, remarks vilified, ma- vilified mm-hmm. remarks made to the public causing an inappropriate rush to judgment
1: now see this is what pisses me off i i was having a conversation with a friend of mine about this uh last night shout out to the homie um i wouldn't be so mad about this If he wasn't still saying he was innocent, you didn't get off because you were innocent. You got off because you worked out a deal with the city. You gave them your bail money. You decided to do community service and they dropped the charges. Mm -hmm. So you have the audacity, the unmitigated gall to go out and pretend like you innocent. That's not what happened. Like, just be like, all right, you know what? We were able to put this thing behind us and we're, and we're all going to move on and leave it at that. Why you got to pretend like, come on, man,
3: yeah, definitely. Hey, it is what it is. Maybe something's wrong with him.
1: <laughs> well, clearly something's wrong with him. <laughs> Next, we got one minute left.
3: Rock Nation steps in to help Lil Uzi's music career, aimed his battle with record labels. So he is now mm. being managed by Rock Nation. Okay. Um, he's been very open about his mental health and his unfortunate battle with his record label. And they had the free Uzi campaign so they could release his music. So that Who is he with? Do you know? Uh, it doesn't say who he's with. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, sh- uh, sh- quit, sh- why am I say Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> joins Papa John's board for directors for eight point two five million. That was Smart. just to appease the black people for their racist person. Before. Oh well, well, clearly that's. I mean, it's
1: it's clear that's that that's what they're doing. They're trying to fix their image from the founder. And by the way, if y'all want to advertise with a black media outlet (laughs) hit us up. Right. (laughs) You got one more?
3: (laughs) USC. I got two more. USC to revoke degrees of the alumni involved in the college scandal. Oh, and the Lakers have officially been eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, so that sucks. Was the last about to say time,
5: congratulations. Right.
3: <laughs> the last time LeBron James missed the playoffs was two thousand five. iPhones didn't exist. George Bush was president. Destiny's ah. Child was still together and fifty cents candy shop was number one. <laughs> and that is all I
1: have. For that us. was excellent. All right, stay tuned when we come back. We are gonna take a visit to the Floridians here on the outlook. <laughs>
0: The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Yo, this is
1: Darvio the Kingpin Morrow, and I want you to check out my brand new song called "Trust Me," featuring Madeline Hayes. Cause he out doing what he do, and I'm out doing what I do, but still thinking about you. How did we get caught up in this? Sh- been knowing each other forever, and it's never been like this. You wanna chill for a minute and see if we can put this
5: thing back right together. Get
1: Trust Me Now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora, and all other major digital outlets from FCB Records, The Orchard, and Sony Music Entertainment. Tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show.
5: Here it is from iHeartRadio.
1: back to the Outlaws. This is the King Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and Kamari Dean sitting in for e Will today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. Now we're going to go to the Floridians, but before we do that, we have a special guest that wants to say something on the radio. Jessica Lavish's daughter, Brooklyn. What's up? Hi. How are you?
2: Good.
1: How's your day going?
2: Good.
1: <laughs> what do you want to say okay. on the radio?
2: That's
3: all. <laughs> That's all you want to say? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: That's all, folks. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Brooklyn. You're welcome. <laughs> She's out of here. All right. And now is the time of the show that we like to call the. Special soap opera of radio, the best soap opera of radio, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Floridians, and on today's edition of the Floridians, I forget which one has the story.
3: Kamari, right?
1: (laughs) Kamari has the story. Go
2: ahead. Okay, guys. So, a Florida man was arrested after a traffic crash found with fake urine says it was for role play with his spouse. <laughs> wow. Wait, fake pee? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So the Florida man was arrested after a traffic crash explained that fake urine found in his vehicle was for role play that he and his wife enjoy, according to the affidavit. Andrew Hartman, 29, gave the explanation to St. Lucie. County Sheriff's investigators, March 12th, (laughs) investigators say Hartman lost control while turning the crash into a stationary semi-tractor trailer. (laughs) Hartman declined medical attention, observed the at-fault driver, and constricted pupils believe he was intoxicated. So, yeah. Yeah. That's deep. So they gave him a breathalyzer, right? They did. And how much did he blow over? They didn't say. Um, they just said his pupils was dilated and he was drunk, drunk.
3: Oh, my god! Now,
1: here's the question that I had when we were talking about this story off air. What if he was telling the truth? What if his wife really was into, like, some weird fake urine role? That is disgusting.
3: Give it to me, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Pour it on my hair. Like, Ew. <laughs> Ew.
1: Hashtag R Kelly.
3: Hashtag R Kelly a <laughs> show, but we know that he notorious for that.
5: Trip uh. trip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, that was a very weird conversation for Brooklyn's toy to be making noise.
5: Oh. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. All right. So the other thing that we wanted to do in this segment is Kamari had posted on our Facebook page, com slash the Outlaws Radio, by the way. Make sure you like us. Um, that there is this thing going around called Florida Man where you, go- where you Google Florida Man and your birthday and you see what happened on your birthday in Florida. <laughs> so Jessica. <Sorry. laughs> pulled up. She did it for her birthday. Uh, what you got?
3: I have. This is published on June 16th, 2014. That is my birthday. June 16th. Same day as Tupac's. Put some respect on my name.
1: And actually, I just found out too. Same same uh, day as
3: the young lady I'm talking to. Oh, she's okay. she's the woman you should marry. <laughs> young woman that he's she talking to. If you're you, listening, though. which you better be. Li- all right now. All right. She right does. Now. She does
1: listen. She's actually she's a supporter of the show. so oh, She does. Listen.
3: Well, I love you already. Okay, because that is hard to get. So, okay, this is coming out of Central Florida. A Central Florida man who weighs about. Okay. Four hundred fifty pounds. Ooh, wait. Faces multiple charges after sheriff deputies say he hid cocaine and twenty three grams of marijuana under his stomach fat. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, according to a release Uh, of Volicia County, Sheriff's deputy stopped the vehicle Friday after noticing that a passenger wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Well, he's 450 pounds. right. So, (laughs) I don't know where it would go. It ain't stretching that long. Officials say 42-year-old Christopher Mitchell told the deputy that he's too big to wear a seatbelt. The deputy says he requested a drug-detecting dog because Mitchell and the driver appeared nervous. The dog detected the presence of drugs in the vehicle Ugh. it's let me just put this out to you christopher is black
1: in addition so of to, course he was nervous
3: <laughs> in addition to the drugs on mitchell deputies say they also found a handgun and seven thousand dollars in cash in the vehicle mitchell and the driver were arrested it was not clear whether mitchell has an attorney or not
2: i know they patted him down like Whoa, I, found something else. <laughs> I
3: mean I found he some has nerds. about he has about six necks
1: easy oh Ooh, they're going to Yeah, I got a picture of him. They're going Oh, Lord have mercy.
3: Like, Ooh, dude. <laughs> so it's just like, it's, uh, it's uh, under his stomach fat. Like, that's... How did it stay, though?
1: Have you seen that one video it was with the... probably wet. Oh.
3: Uh, what if he would have put it under
2: his boob? It <laughs> probably was.
1: Did you see the one video with the guy? It was this uh, thing going around, like, Instagram. He had a machine gun, like... Tucked tucked under his back, his uh, stomach fat.
3: Oh uh, no!
1: Yeah, that in, is
3: very alarming. Yeah, that's dangerous. He was
1: it? in a field. He had his he had a gun tucked under uh, underneath his stomach fat. Pulled it out and started shooting.
3: <gasps> <laughs> wow! Don't give anybody any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> it's Fat Rambo. <laughs> All, right.
1: Fat Rambo. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. <laughs> we have more to come here on the yellow.
0: Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network.
3: This is Jessica Lavish with the Outlaws. We know that racism still exists in our country, but what about slavery? Human trafficking, a form of modern-day slavery, is where people profit from the control and exploitation of others by means of force fraud and coercion. tragically no country community or individual is immune from the vast injustice human trafficking is driven by demand instead of contributing to the problem we can be part of the solution if we eliminate the demand we eliminate human trafficking for more information follow hashtag demand no more
1: tell alexa to play the outlaws radio show
5: here it is from my heart radio
0: this is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E Will.
1: welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and Kamari Dean, sitting in for E Will. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook. slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the outlaws or radio miss lavish
3: yes so where is like the craziest place you ever fell asleep like for me okay so people that's not from cleveland you may not be familiar but there's a place called the 55th Marathon, and oh it God. shakes, okay? And it's in the hood, y'all. Project Babies all all around you, okay? And it's in the smack dab of hoods, like many of hoods. And I'm talking about when you go to the 55th like Marathon. Like the hood hood. Yeah, it's like the hood hood, like... Don't you don't right want to stop at red lights like <laughs> yes. at a certain time of night. You want to just just go through. Keep them. it moving. And if you get pulled over, you'll be alright. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so like it shake. Like after the club, it shake like a club. So many cars. Everybody out their car, music blasting. Duh, duh. So one time me and my friend, we was like just super drunk. And like we fell asleep there. And then we woke up and we drove down Kinsman which is the hood, and we drove down Lee Road, and it's another gas station <laughs> on Lee Road. And I don't know why we stopped, but we did. This was, like, years ago. Like okay. a, this was, like, when I was, like, probably 19. Mm-hmm. and we stopped and we f- and we fell asleep like we would sleep until the next morning <laughs> at this other gas station Oh,
1: all the way sleep all you the way a, sleep you had a whole a nap yeah,
3: man like so she would sleep with her head on the steering wheel oh. and i would sleep like with my i'm in the passenger so i'm asleep, like leaning on the window like sleep they, booths, thought y'all just, they probably was taking pictures of us and when she woke up her her lip gloss was like stained on the <laughs> steering oh my god like we
2: was not to out. So wait, was it a pass out or were you just sleep? No, we were probably passed out drunk, yeah. but we was, we was, <laughs> it, it was.
3: I'm like, I don't even know what now, made us, a story. what right. made us stop at the second gas station. Like why we didn't keep going home. Like we didn't live far from the gas station. So it's just like, I mean, I guess it's good that we probably stopped. I was
2: like, girl, I can't make it. It's okay,
3: girl. Just
2: stop. Just Girl, stop. we was knocked.
3: Huh? I wonder if there's pictures of us. What about you, Kamari?
2: Um, in a sense of I don't have just falling asleep story. I mean, everybody fell asleep at church. Oh uh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now nah, I've been passed out places. I've been passed. <laughs> One time I passed out. Like I was with my friends. We had like Loopy. We was mixing light and dark. We wow. went all the way to the west side. Came back down. Went to um. Not West Six it was downhill. Earth. You know what Earth is stuff uh-huh. Went down there. But the I was flats. still asleep. Went back to the west side. I woke up like, Did we make it to the club?
5: <laughs> still I ready to not,
2: kick it. I was, <laughs> it was Your nothing. night wasn't over with. They they got pictures of me, my pants was my, my pants that came down, but all oh out God. my friends. She's talking about this. She talk about me to this day like the dudes be like where that girl who had her butt out in her <laughs> I bet they do be I like as that drunk as
1: hell. oh man oh my gosh. so mine is was actually kind of scary and I wasn't drunk I was just tired I was extremely tired
2: oh god I fell
1: asleep on the highway <gasps>
3: oh whoa! No. Yeah, That's not okay though. on
1: my way home like it was I was so freaking tired and you realize, like, it, it didn't hit until, like, you were yeah. already going. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. You know what? I'm cool. I'll be able to, yeah. you know, make it. And like I said, there was no alcohol involved at all. Because y'all know if it was alcohol involved, I would just say it. So <laughs> there was no <laughs> alcohol involved. I was just exhausted. And driving on the highway, next thing I know, pow. And I'm like.
2: So did you get in a uh, bad accident? No,
1: thank no? God. Thank God. I veered over a couple of lanes because okay. it was late. It was late night. So, you so know, it no wasn't way. a lot of people on the highway. So I veered over a couple of lanes. but oof. Oh,
3: my gosh. Yeah, I know somebody man. who fell asleep while I was driving after prom.
1: Really? Oh, I He got
3: into a really, like, he is lucky to even be alive to this wow. day. Like, wow. he got into a really, really bad car accident. It's
1: so scary, man. It's so yeah. scary. That's I was like, sheesh. So now, like, I try to stay off the, off the road when I'm tired. But if I am, like, you roll the windows down, turn, the, uh, turn, the, you turn the, the radio all the way
3: up. Something.
1: You know what I mean? Call somebody on speaker. Do something to kind of keep yourself yeah. up.
3: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: So when we come back, we are going to discuss this Cardi B thing. Yes. Here on The
0: Outlaw. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network.
1: This is the Kingpin from The Outlaws Radio Show. And we know you love the show, right? Of course you do. That's why you're here. So if you want to hear more of our show, make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes. This way you never miss an episode. You get to hear all of the crazy things that Jessica, Eric, and myself talk about along with our interviews. So make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes. Peace. Tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show.
5: Here it is from iHeartRadio.
0: This is the Outlaws Radio Show with a kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E Will.
1: All right, welcome back to The Outlaws. This is The Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and Kamari Dean sitting in for E-Will. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Radio. Follow us on Twitter at OutlawsRadio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. Now, obviously, there's been a big story in the news concerning Cardi B. Uh, Miss Lavish, catch everybody up real quick who, ha- who has not heard this story, and then we'll jump into it.
3: So, basically, it was a video you know that this is why i don't know why people think that things don't come back. You may forget that you said this, and you posted this, but if you're a celebrity, it's always going, it's going to, to come, come back. back okay so it's a video that came out i mean it was it came out a couple years ago right before she like really blew up it was it was out, and they found it, and it was basically just saying how she used to drug and rob men after the strip club and have sex with them and rob them after the strip club but this is the way for her to get her livelihood and money and all this other jazz mm-hmm. so
1: so who wants to tackle this first
3: um i mean i think it's bs um <laughs> it's definitely a double standard when it comes to situations like this and this is exactly why men don't come out when things happen to them in like a, a situation like this or or being anything right or oops my mic okay. hold on there or being <laughs> sexually assaulted by a woman because mm-hmm. then they are scrutinized. Yeah. Um, but a guy, actually, he did come out. Hold on. Let me go back to it. I'm so far. From,
1: well, and it's funny from, you said that, too, while you're looking that up. Because I was having a conversation with a, with a buddy of mine who, before this guy came out, uh, he was saying, it's like, ain't nobody going to come out because no guy wants to admit that. You right. You know what I mean? So, so it is. Uh, so, so you make a very good point there because even amongst men, it's like, that. <laughs> we wouldn't admit that. You know what I mean? Right.
5: Finesced,
2: I
1: mean, yeah. Right.
3: He came out and said, um, I was in New York about five years ago, training, and my trainer suggested we go to the strip club. Normally, I would have turned him down, but this time, I decided to go. So, boom. So, you know, it's a good story, because he <laughs> says so, boom.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we go
3: to the strip club, and I meet Cardi. I'm feeling her, and then convinced her to come back to the room with me to have a drink. I'd been drinking already, so I had to pee. I slid to the bathroom and came back and finished off my drink. Last thing I remember she was twerking on me, music blasting, and that was it. The next morning, I saw a used condom on the floor, and then I noticed all the cash I had, which was about $850, my Louis Vuitton belt, and my iPod touch was missing. I tried calling her several times, but I soon realized she gave me a Google voice number. Oh. I I know she did it, but I couldn't prove it, so I never went to file charges, mainly because I did not want my fiancé at the time to know what happened, Uh-oh. so I took my L's, I can't lie. It was certainly traumatizing, and as a man, you never want to admit you were taken advantage of. No one wants to say, hashtag me too. Right. right. No man wants to say, hashtag true. me too. Very, very true. So, people are saying, like, it's funny how, this is what somebody said, it's funny how y'all believe Cardi's a rapist after one one man makes a Facebook post, but still think Bill Cosby was. Set up after twenty five women press charges, and he said he did it in court disposition. So everybody is kind of, you know what I mean, saying like they're doing like surviving Cardi B.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're doing all things. That's actually kind of funny.
3: But I definitely feel it's a double standard, and no um, question. Yeah.
1: So, um, so I'll I'll give my thoughts on this, and then Kamari will go to you. So here's the thing. I love Cardi B's music. I still love Cardi B's music. I'm still going to listen to Cardi B's music. I'm still going to play Cardi B's music. But you're absolutely right. There's a, it's a double standard. And it, it and as a man, it feels very good to hear a woman say that because it's like I'm seeing some women who are defending her and saying, oh, well, this is what she had to do and et cetera, no, et cetera. <laughs> and it's like you're a bunch of hypocrites. I'm
3: sorry. If you work at a strip club and you still need to do that, then what are you stripping for? <laughs> like, I, that's just how I feel. Like, I'm sorry. That's like, if time. you're stripping and you're not making what you need to survive, what are you doing? get 4 <laughs> like a- i'm confused <laughs> like what what's the point of you already or <laughs> quote unquote, degrading yourself, depending yes. on how you want to look at it. Yes. So if you're not making a substantial amount of money, then I'm just really confused. Like, why are you it, doing it, this It might not together. even be that.
2: You know how some people get addicted to doing stuff like that. You know, yeah. they started, yeah, she, she might've been doing that before she starts stripping. True. And Very true. it just carried yeah. over, over. And yeah. then now she got the big ballers. That's the big check. Like, yeah. Right. So,
1: so, I mean, it's, you know, it. <sighs> It's so crazy, man, to just see. Like, it's been a lot of women on social media defending her. It's one thing to defend her as a person, it's another thing to justify what she what did. What she did, right. And I, I've been seeing a lot of people justifying what she did, and it's like, come on, y'all, that's BS.
2: I'm on the fence about it. And, Go ahead. And here's why I'm on the fence just because men talk about this 24 7 in their music. All these rappers uh, I wouldn't no, say
5: they talk about I'm not, not, not not drugging not yeah.
2: <laughs> drugging, not drugging. Like, I wouldn't say sad, that like it's a different it's just a different finesse like women have to do stuff differently men talk about how they get over on women all the time not drugging right but how they get over on in different situations and stuff like that and it's glorified. And so as soon as she say, you know what, this is what I had to do to do what I need to do now, it's all like, oh, my gosh, you know, Cardi. That's why I said I'm on the fence. It's not right. But it's like we have to women do stuff differently. I mean, but
1: especially in this. But but the thing that's that stands out to me about this in this, quote unquote, me Too era mm-hmm. to see women defend her when she had a me Too moment yeah. that she committed.
3: And she and it's not even it in her crazy, music that's the thing it's a it's a whole nother video right like if you want to rap about i mean and she does rap about like she things that guys that. rap about yeah. all the time, so I just feel like it's never it's never like this where it's like it's always men are always getting like yeah. the double sided like you know what I mean, and right. now it's finally on the other foot, and i just I think it's sad that women are not saying that it's a problem it's a problem and for anybody like if what if that that could be somebody i mean that could be somebody obviously it's somebody's son right. but what if it starts happening at a younger age and it happens to your son you know what i mean right it's it, it, well, well it's cardi nothing b it, no it's nothing new but cardi b did it so i mean it exa- just sets exa- the tone exactly. for younger girls well, who and, listen to her and look up to her and make it and they make it seem like it's okay
1: well and not only that but you see, I've been seeing people talk about, well, you know, men shouldn't put themselves in that position, et cetera, et cetera. But if a
3: man says but that about if, a woman... ooh, it's all hell. It's all hell. And I just think it's a shame that people don't believe this guy. Because what? Because he's a male? Like you pretty much you can't we can't prove that it happened but just like with bill cosby we really couldn't prove it what it didn't happen it, it happened or didn't happen but i'm not gonna sit here for somebody who's saying yes it happened to me and be like they lying except for janice dixon
1: <laughs> yeah she's yeah she's we lying. knew that crackhead was mine
3: <laughs> but you you know what i mean like but i just think it's wrong because then it kind of sets the tone like mm-hmm. for men who it happens to yeah to not come forward.
1: Because the guy makes a very good point. And, and I don't and, know if he's telling the truth or not either. Because we weren't there, right? Like, we don't know. But. But, but he makes a very good point. No guy wants to admit. To to be in too
3: and then he has a fiance. So guys really aren't going to come forward because they ain't even supposed to be no, in the strip no, club having her at the hotel either. That's, right. that's
2: I guess what some people's argument because like what was you in the strip club? Well, I not mean, even what was you in the strip club, but why did you take it that far? Who but cares? Here's, that, but here's but here's the, that's no. on him, right?
1: And here's but here's the thing though. So
2: that's I why would, people are saying that's right. on you because but, but you here's, were but, doing something. You but had here's had the, here's
1: the thing though. I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that argument if that argument was fair on the both on both sides. Exactly. You cannot you can. say that if a woman is in a situation like that you cannot say that
2: it's, it's where
1: all hell of break but loose if you say that. It,
3: and it's not even that you shouldn't have been there because it shouldn't happen to begin
2: with. I should be able to have whoever I want around me and know. And not and, worried about and, getting and, drugged but, but, <laughs> and robbed. But I'm saying you also have to take into the environment, you have to take into everything. Oh, yeah. Just like when you go out, you know, right. there might be a couple fights. Yeah. You know? No,
1: philosophically, I agree with you, yeah. but that's never allowed to be said when it's the woman. You know what what I'm saying? It's a total double standard. It
2: is. It is. And it never happens this way. I I, I can say I'm not taking (laughs) it away.
1: All right. Stay tuned. Uh, We'll be right back with more of The Outlaws after this.
0: The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network.
1: Tell Alexa to play The Outlaws Radio Show.
5: Here it is from iHeartRadio. Welcome
6: back to The Outlaws. I
1: Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and Kamari Dean sitting in for E Will. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. And we have a guest in the building, another guest. I'm not gonna call him a special guest. <laughs> Thank you. <Zabby. laughs>
3: I was gonna say something, but it'd be rude. Never mind.
1: <laughs> he's already like. he's already making a mess and spe- Spilling stuff in this studio. because my mama
7: said when you come someplace, after you come to our house one time, you can get your own stuff. <laughs> you wash your dishes.
1: You want something going to get That don't mean you're you supposed to spill stuff and chewing pretzels on the air and hello all kinds uncle. of stuff. Say hello to your drunk uncle. <laughs> this <laughs> is, last time you guys heard from him, he was, uh, he was part of the cast of Tell Hell I Ain't Coming. Uh, my former co-host from the Avenue back in the day. Andre Cato, welcome back. I guess I want to say that you guys have really improved. Um, I mean, I have a
7: soda in front of me right now. I have a rolled gold pretzel. You got craft services? This will be catering. Oh my god! Want your EBT reload? <laughs>
1: You're an idiot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I got EBC.
1: Right. Man. Right. Me too. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right,
7: man. So um, I wish I had paper food stamps because I, <laughs> I would be inspired to go someplace. I don't normally go. The gentleman's club <laughs>
3: <laughs> with paper food stamps. Could you imagine Can't some out. some girls would be OK with that, though? Making it rain with the food. St- I don't know. Like here go. One fifty for, fo- for groceries. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean?
7: If you're out there, I need you to ease to mail me books of food stamps.
5: <laughs> Andre now. Cato,
7: care of Kelly, May, 77 East Shaft Road, Brooklyn Heights, Ohio, 44131. <laughs> this I idiot think. really gave his real answer. <laughs> I need them food stamps. Only send the food stamps. No canned goods, no collectibles. You're going to get some D-picks from a dude named Bob.
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> if you know anybody who's got the old school food stamps, I'm sorry, food coupons. <laughs> Not that I know. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I don't know about it.
1: Oh, my god! All right. Now, you're actually here for official business. You're here to promote something. Something much classier than myself. <laughs> as long so, as you know. So let's get into it, man. You got another, you got another play coming up on Saturday? One second, please. I can't stand you.
3: Oh my god. You're
1: in the politics. I want to be
7: like I want to give you that feeling like someone's in a congressional <laughs> hearing testifying. Play. Like, oh, One okay. moment, please. They always just they grab the drink. I don't know what's gonna do.
1: <laughs> I cannot stand you. So Saturday Saturday, March thirtieth, you gotta play, right?
7: Yes. All right, come I on. I'm gonna play. I'm getting play. I'm a
3: play you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so stupid.
3: Who invited him? <laughs> he kind of invited no, no. himself. I was like thrust upon him.
1: He's, he's like that relative. That you can't get rid of. Right. That's just like, hey, I'm coming over. The drunk uncle. <laughs> that yeah, just right. show up looking all in your refrigerator and stuff.
7: That's the two first things I do. <laughs> if I know you well, I go like turn on your TV. Even though I don't watch TV, <laughs> I have to go through your remote control <laughs> sequence to see what you got on cable. And then I will go and go to your fridge. And what you got to eat? I'll take leftovers too. Don't worry. Oh my Don't god. worry. I'm not picky like that.
1: <laughs> the play. Back to the play. Tell us about the play.
7: Is this a sabotage? <laughs> you caught me with a problem. Okay. So about the play. I'm like, well. Oh my god. The play. <laughs> Cindy's gonna kill me. <laughs> okay. So I have a near and dear friend. We both have a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and colleague and collaborator in this business, Cindy David, a.k.a. Mazahar, who many of you may know if you follow the avenue, from the belly dance world. Yes. So um, there is a show coming up this weekend at the Martin Janice Center. That's 600 East 11th in Columbus, Ohio, 43021. Um, it's next to the fairgrounds in downtown. And what we're having, doors will roll at 8 o'clock. And we are having a show called One Arabian Night, based on the classic novel, I guess it's like a really famous stories, of 1001 Arabian Nights. This is just one tale about a princess who is whisked away by a prince of sorts, without giving too much away,
3: mm-hmm. and
7: um, goes on an odyssey for love.
3: Mm. Mm. Is it Aladdin?
7: No, it is. <laughs> No, oh. but no, you're on the right track. You're feeling the right energy because the cast ate of at the the other day.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. No, what it's do, not Aladdin. The
7: prince's name is Liza, okay. and the prince is Aziz, and he's like, he's on some, like, Solomon, what is it, more n- Islamic stuff where he can have many, many wives, and he does. Okay.
5: Mm.
7: okay. And he founds a new wife, and upon getting that wife... Some of the other wives ain't feeling her, so mm-hmm. they get on some real hip-hop wives of O.C.
3: <laughs> hip-hop wives. <laughs> yeah,
7: and she, she finds herself in, in battle by the other wives, the, other ha-
1: the rest of his harem. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
1: So what do you play? Are you in the play, or are you
3: just the the play? monkey that dances. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
3: <laughs> Thank you.
7: Wow. So what is your role? What?
5: <laughs>
1: what is your role? What you
7: play? I play Awee, who is like the lead henchman and soldier of the prince.
3: Okay. So you killing folks.
7: That's what it sounded yeah. like, didn't it? Yeah. I'm killing with the shoulders with them dance moves. Like oh. I'm out,
1: I'm oh. out here
5: like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this play just to see you dance.
1: Right. You really sounded like the old uncle, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> hittin I'm hitting him with that
3: with uh, shoulders. Uh, what's like? the boy?
1: Look at my eyes. Roll
5: them. <laughs>
7: Um there is m- some Indian um East Indian dancing in this? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Awesome. We have um we have a uh, actual um artist who's on like passport and like this grant program visiting that actually contributed his talents.
3: Wow. Oh, wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, S- we're
7: international with it. We S- got Puerto Ricans, Boricua, Borena. White folks, <laughs> gringos, gringas.
3: Oh, my gosh. So will it only be in Columbus or Cleveland?
7: Well, will the, the idea is for it to become um, an item that travels, Okay. that's mounted to travel on tour to different cities. And in those cities, it will be a little twisty because it will be involving the dancers from each city or each region, whatever mm. state or country that may end up being in. Oh, Cindy that's has awesome. friends around the world. so That's dope. That's There's awesome. also going to be dinner. Um, provided by Yemenis, it's outstanding, like Turkish food, it's amazing, and there's going to be wine as well, provided with the ticket price of $25. Oh, oh nice. Martin Janis Center, yeah. One Arabian Night, you can't miss it, and if you do miss it, hit me up, we'll work something out. I got bootlegs.
3: <laughs> oh, my god! <gosh. laughs>
7: how you bootleg your no own play.
3: play? <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, how can I get tickets? Who better than me? Um, <laughs> You can get tickets. Is it just Saturday or is it Saturday and Sunday? It's just Saturday. This is one,
5: one night, night only. only. Oh,
1: wow. One night only. Right.
5: Oh, wow. Andre
1: Cato.
3: <laughs> Great and voiceover. debut. You should do some voiceovers. I'm happy to. I don't, mean, I don't have anything you
1: to do. She's going to have you on her voicemail. This is the voicemail of Jessica Lash. Lash.
3: Oh, you should do my voicemail. <laughs> I'd be really professional then.
1: All right. We All right. have less than a minute left. So we're going to get...
7: Tickets, um, Facebook, One Arabian Night, and Eventbrite. Okay,
1: One Arabian, One Arabian Night. Night. Yeah. All right.
7: All right. Let them know how to follow you at V Andre Cato. T H E A N D R E C A T O on everything. All right. Last words, Kamari Dean.
2: Um.
1: Andre Cato's good. Last words.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome.
1: Uh, absolutely. Last words, Miss Lavish. Labrie-
3: you are not alone. Remember, you guys, you can always call the Confidential Help, uh, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255, or you can always slide in any of our DMs for help. What's not to love about you?
6: <laughs> I don't cook.
3: so conscious. I can cook. I cook. I cook. I cook.
1: All right, so once again, want to send a shout-out to Dave for coming on the show. We yes. appreciate it. And I guess we can thank Andre, too. Yes. Cheers, mate.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: All right, we out of here. We'll see you next week. Peace.
4: Peace, love, and chicken grease. Thank you, guys. The FCB Radio Network. First-class broadcasting worldwide.